This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Watch formation to the right, second and goal. Watson looking to run. No, oh, able to get the pass away from behind the line of scrimmage and more. That's a Browns touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. King Kenny Albert on the call this past season. God, that gets me excited for football. Here's like a Elijah Moore touchdown, and I'm thinking, what fantasy team would I have had him on? Would I have bet his anytime touchdown price? Just like, yeah, baby. Yes, those sports are, sports are just the absolute best. Um, couple items to get to here before we get back to eight buckets, Browns, and then we'll hit the Jacksonville Jaguars. Our final segment for the day on Stadium. So if you're watching us on Stadium and you want to check out the final hour, power hour of the show, I would encourage you to do so. Jake the Snake's going to give us bets for the Major League Baseball season. We're going to give you all our bets for tonight across the various sports. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. You go to YouTube also, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports or the Odyssey app or Sirius XM Satellite Radio or Terrestrial Radio or Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And if you'd like to purchase your own 8 Buckets Buckets hat, bucket, bucket, singular, your 8 Buckets Bucket hat, Check out YouBetterYouBetShop.com. You can get t-shirts, long-sleeve t-shirts, short-sleeve, uh, sweatshirts, all sorts of good stuff with all your favorite You Better You Bet slogans on them. YouBetterYouBetShop.com. That's YouBetterYouBetShop.com. All right, we set the stage on the Cleveland Browns in the last segment, Ken. And uh, you're saying you wouldn't be surprised if they're the one seed in the AFC. I agree with you. So what do you think the win total would be, taking into account Baltimore's in the division, Cincy's in the division, Pittsburgh's in the division, and... uh and how would you want to play it for the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, look, I mean, I think we know what uh, what creates the win total numbers. You know, yes, it's the team rating, but it's the team rating against the schedule. So, like, you know, we, this is where we found some disagreement last year. You and I both didn't think the Saints were particularly good. I thought it was, like, insane that they would be thought of as an over 500 team. But their schedule was so easy. So like, look, like even if even if you don't like the team, you look at the schedule, that's what creates the market. So the market for the Saints last year was nine and a half. And like, that's because they had perceived easy games. So like, that's what made the market. So with Cleveland, what's going to make the market is the division's impossible. The, the three unique games that they have are pretty difficult versus like what Cincinnati has. So I don't think the number is going to be that high because I think they play a lot of really tough games. Like, and I, and that's okay. Like the, the, the number shouldn't be that high. I just would want to bet the over. Like, I think the team, I think their team quality has the potential to be like with Buffalo and some of the other, like really top teams, maybe not San Francisco, maybe not an improved version of Kansas city, but like in that next group, I think they really have a chance to get there. And if they do, then they have a chance to win a lot of games, obviously. So uh, what do I think the number will be though? Uh, I think so. What what did we set Baltimore and Cincinnati? So Baltimore, we were like 10 and a half, 11, right? That was like kind of where we were with the Ravens. And then Cincinnati and Alex, I'll remember what we talked about yesterday. And then Cincinnati, it was like, it has to be really close to that. The schedule is so much easier for them than it is for everybody else. Then this is like a nine and a half, 10. Then that's like probably what this is. And 
I don't know how the market will kind of respond to like, like if you opened nine and a half on Cleveland, would you take a lot of money right away one way or another? Uh, I don't think so just because of the schedule. Cincinnati, we guess 10 and since, and I guess eight for Pittsburgh, maybe eight or eight and a half. So I'll say like nine and a half over for Cleveland, but that might be a little, I mean, the track record of this team is they just won 11 with Flacco. Like I, as you know, like you're going to open nine and a half with everybody back. I'm going to like the over. I just don't know if everybody else is going to like it. I, I will also. Let's have a, a subjective conversation here. We're all football fans, sure. right? Um, your level of confidence in Deshaun Watson being like the Watson he was the last time we saw him, which was that 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 stirring comeback win they had against the Ravens. Because he hasn't really been good for most of the time he's been the starter of the Cleveland Browns. But he was great in the last game that we saw him, and obviously we've seen him be really great in the past. And like if you want the Browns to achieve like great things this year, like they could go ten and seven and Watson could be like slightly above average. But if you want them to win the Super Bowl, want them to be the one seed, we could talk about ways to play Cleveland, you need him to be better than he's been. Like what's your honest level of confidence in Watson kind of reaching those heights again? Lukewarm, but good enough that it was worth betting at a big price. Like I'm not, not super confident. Yeah. But uh but possible and more possible that a bunch of these other quarterbacks can play like that that are priced fifty to one. Like what you know, who would I rather bet fifty to one? The Colts or the Browns? Like, I mean, come on. Like, oh, what are we yeah. talking about? Yeah. I just it's like this this is the stuff where you just laugh and you go, Cool, like my my bet may suck, but it doesn't suck as bad as those. So like it's one of those. Um it just you know, I I don't know if he's ever gonna look like what he looked like in Houston with the playoff runs, you know, they play Kansas city. Like this is, you know, they, they, I remember we did a preview show for the Texans and it was like, these are the next two big quarterback. Like it's, you know, Watson was in that conversation with all the other young quarterbacks of that era. Like he's with them and maybe it never gets back to that for a variety of reasons. But I mean, no, a lot of people like to hype Justin Fields about what he can be. He's never done it. At least this guy did. Like, at least we have some track record that he made the postseason, played well in the playoffs, like put up a huge statistical season on a team that won games. Like, I mean, you're going to try to sell yourself on like the Bears or Fields. Like, Fields took a ton of bets to win MVP. This guy actually did the things that you think Fields does. Like, he actually did it. Um, so it, it at least makes them interesting. I don't know if it makes them valuable. I may be alone in this. And if he's bad, then a lot of these bets are sunk. Like they can still look if he's not very good, they can still make the playoffs. Maybe they could win the division. I mean, this is essentially you're describing last year's team when you say this, where it's like ineffective quarterback play. They were 28, 29th in offense. Like the defense then has to be that good again to carry it. And, you know, I think realistically, the defense will be slightly worse and the offense will be much better. And what does that equal? It equals a profile probably slightly worse than what the Ravens did this year when you have something like that. And if Watson's really, really good, then they are the Ravens from last year, if that's true. But like, it's just, it's, that's the ceiling for them. That's what makes it interesting. So my confidence level is meh, but again, it's what what price are you offering me in the market? And I think they're, you know, look like one in 50. Do I think he's that good and they can actually w like lift the trophy at the end? I actually kind of do. I really do. I think more than one in 50 that actually happens just because of how I feel about all the other teams. And I think uh, candidly, if you disagree with that assessment, like you're a hater. Like, you're wrong, I think, if you disagree with that. Like, it could be the other 49 outcomes that could not happen, but to think that it couldn't right. happen, I think it's foolhardy. <laughs> maybe all 50 are the Chiefs. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe all, maybe 50 be. out of 50 are Mahomes. I saw, I don't know. Yeah. I, saw I, don't know, I don't know if it was our buddy John Ewing or not. Like I, th I, th I think this was at Ben MGM. 
if not, it was like another sports book, whatever, that tweeted it, that there are like four times as many bets already on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl as there are any other team for next season. And all I'm thinking is, well, the sports books are going to like have to like maybe make some layoffs. Like maybe some people are going to have to lose their jobs because Kansas City is just probably going to keep winning. Because I did this, you know, I had this going in the Super Bowl. I just, I, you know, I, I try, I, you just tend to over-dramatize sometimes because it's like, it's good for the show and I like framing things like aggressively. Like I think this is the end of something or the start of something else. Um, their last year's team or as a regular season team was not nearly as good as a bunch of the other Chiefs teams. And they're, they don't have like a totally elite, like if, especially if both Snead and Jones don't, like if the, the pair of them don't come back, then they're going into this year without like an elite regular season offense and an elite regular season defense if they don't have those two back. Now, postseason and Mahomes, totally different story, right? You put that guy in the playoffs, it's just, it's unbelievable. But like, that wasn't what last year was, not at all. So, you know, I, do I think they are the most likely team to win the Super Bowl next year? Yes, definitely. Who is the most likely team to win the Super Bowl next year? Definitely Kansas City. Um, but by how much and who, I think who's second is like, I got in like a bunch of arguments with people already, like not arguments, but just discussions like friends of mine where I'm like, who do you think the second most likely team to win the Super Bowl is? I don't even have a good answer to this. I don't even know who it would be because I really don't like a bunch of the options. I really don't like them. I don't like Baltimore. I don't like Buffalo. I don't like San Francisco. Like Detroit, I guess would be my answer. I, probably. I think Detroit's my answer too. I was thinking well, about think it when about you asked that. the question. Yeah, right? like that just, it's like the Lions are your second most likely team. That's just kind of nuts. I guess maybe it's not nuts. They were in the NFC Championship game. They almost won it. Um, you know, like is, could the Packers be the answer? Could Miami be the answer? Like these are like this is sort of where you start looking, and you're not going to look long after that before you get to Cleveland. So I just you know it's kind of interesting. The Chiefs are going to win. Look, like, you play play the season fifty times. You can give the Chiefs a whole bunch of them because they're the best and they got the best guy. But sometimes it won't be them. And when it's not them, who is it? Um, I don't like this you know, kind of second through seventh options probably as much as others do. And so that's why I've landed on ideally, honestly, into next year. My goal is probably going to be to have some kind of exposure to the Chiefs, like parlayed with other title winners throughout the year, like the Nuggets and stuff like that, like some kind of position on Kansas City rolling into the season and big long shots. It's going to be both of those together. Like, I don't want the middle. I don't want a lot of the middle this year. Like, I don't like a lot of these teams. I'm just uh I'm bringing BetMGM uh, BetMGM up here. I want to see the price on one. Okay, um, I'm gonna say something that's I don't think is crazy because I'm gonna offer like a breadth of outcomes here. I I said last off season, and I reserve the right to change my mind on this comment because you know it's February and the, the this past year season ended in this month, and there's still a lot of time to go before next season. I said last off season, I thought the Rams were the most interesting team in the NFL, where they could be absolutely brutal, or like Stafford could be great. And I had no idea how good Nakua was going to be in the rookie defenders, but just, you know, Stafford, Cup, McVay. Even just Stafford, McVay. Like Hall of Fame quarterback, maybe Hall of Fame coach. Maybe they could wildly exceed expectations, and the market was really down on the Rams coming into the year. Um, this is not apples to apples, because the team that we'll discuss to start the power hour, Ken, will not have like a really low win total, even though they missed the playoffs this past year. I would not be surprised... If the Jacksonville Jaguars, not bottomed out because I think the team's too good and like Lawrence is too good for them to go like three and 14 if Lawrence is healthy, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went six and 11, Peterson gets fired. I also wouldn't be surprised if they went like 14 and three and like figured it out 
and like the Lawrence light bulb goes off for Lawrence. Lawrence wins MVP. They bring Josh Allen back. Peterson calls the plays next year. And I, my interpretation of Peterson's comments about, yeah, well, these are discussions that we'll have as to who's going to call the plays. That means he's calling the plays. Because if Press Taylor were calling the plays, he would just say Press Taylor's calling the plays. Peterson's going to call the plays this season for the Jaguars. I would be pretty surprised if that weren't the case. It feels like Jacksonville's upside is to win like 13 or 14 games this year. And there's no way they're going to be priced like that. 30 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I don't I think they're going to be the team that I think is like the Rams of this offseason where I wouldn't be surprised if they were terrible or freaking awesome. Probably more yeah. likely to be awesome. They uh yeah, we'll do all this obviously after the break. They're just uh when you look at their last season on a piece of paper, you just see insane mediocrity at everything. What is this team really good at? Being average is my answer to that question. Like, they don't have an area of expertise. At least they didn't last year. Final hour, power hour coming up next. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Jaguars, eight buckets, win total. Jake the Snake on Major League Baseball. All our bets for tonight. 